morning. If you're able, please stand for our reading of the word. Good morning. Today's scripture reading is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, the first chapter, the 26th to the 31st verse. The reading is as follows in your bulletin. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many of you were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of the world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become our wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Assume we'll see each other from week to week, uh, not knowing uh, all the things that life can and does throw at us in uh, uh, our own Renee budget. Uh, she, uh, she had a doctor's appointment and she had major surgery, uh, but God be praised that she's here with us this morning. we shared a brief conversation. I said, it's, a, it's like, you look great. Are you happy to be here? And she said, yes, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I just, I just think. See, let's continue our systematic study. We are continuing uh, out of uh, Paul's first letter to the church at Corinth. The last time we looked at the 18th to the 25th uh, verses of the first chapter where we read, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. As I shared last week, I share again, if I were to create a religious cult or following, the last thing I would do is present as the, as the marquee person or the marquee figure of that, 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 that focus, of that group or that religious cult would be a crucified savior. Uh, that's, 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 as the world would look at it, that's a loser to start with. It's like, oh, come on, that's the best you can do? Uh, that's why the folks at his crucifixion mocked him. You saved others, can't even save yourself. You're not worthy, of, you're not even worth following. So that's the, the mess, I mean, you know that lived out in your own life. The message of the cross is foolishness. Uh, Marx called it the opiate of the people. You know, that's, it's, 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 it's the foolishness, uh, it, it's, it's meant to keep those, again, you read Facebook, I read Facebook. I, I, I've studied, you've studied. W.E.B. Du Bois and others. It's like, you know, religion is meant to keep people of color that were enslaved down. That's what it's meant to be. Say, it's foolishness to the world. It's, 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 it's foolishness. It's like, no, 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 you need to get yours now. Don't no wait for some pie in the sky stuff. Get yours now. Demand yours now. Yeah, that, that's, that's what the world teaches. Uh, but, but, but what is the message of the cross? 
What is the message of the cross? Uh, one, sin has separated us from God. I know this is, this, is, this, is, this is basic stuff, but sometimes we need to reiterate the basics so we understand why we do what we do. Because otherwise it becomes just literally, it becomes religious pursuits that after a while you grow weary of. And it's just like, I'm tired of playing the religious game. I don't want to do that. I, you know, who doesn't want chicken and waffles on a Sunday morning? I want chicken and waffles on a Sunday morning. Who doesn't want to sleep in on a Sunday morning? I want to sleep in on a Sunday morning. Who doesn't want to be outside in 105-degree heat laying, laying concrete? I don't want to do that. You, you go, oh, well, pastor, he's just special that way. No, I'm just like you. I'm just like you. I got, I got, I got stuff I want to do, but I don't do. I, re, I rejiggered, I reprioritized my life for the cross. My, my, my life is upside down. For the cross. I know, I know, you guys are smarter than I am. I mean, when I, when I, 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 again, for those of you, you know, I'm a civil engineer by vocation, I know everything. I'm so smart, got out of college, you know, I'm going to get married, uh, I'm going to have 2.5 kids, I'll have a dog, I'll, 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 I'll buy a house, and I'm going to be retired at 40. I was on that way, too. I, you, you, you think I'm lying. I was on that way. I was making good money real good money when I'm in my late 20s, doing big stuff. Then somewhere along the line, just like Paul was knocked off his beast at the age of 34, I was like, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Well, you grew up in the church. That's, yeah, that's part of the problem. I grew up in the church. Yeah. Well, you were PK. Yeah, I know. I was a PK. You were involved. You were, you were teaching Sunday school. You're leading youth group. You're doing all that. Yeah, I know. I was doing all of that. Just ask Pastor Bird. Just, yeah, I was doing all of that at age 34. It's like, God, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. We don't say that because we know the consequence of that. I know. I know where you live because I live at the same address. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. But you have to push past your agenda and pursue his agenda. I knew everything. I was, I, I knew everything. I knew, I, yeah, I, I heard what daddy said. I heard what preacher said. I, I, I read what scriptures, I, I, I know better. I know, I, I know what works for me. I, I, know how it, I know how it's supposed to all align. I know how it's supposed to fit. And, and I, I made it fit for me. I made it work for me. But at age 34, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. You don't have to wait to be 34. You don't have to wait. You don't have to, whatever, your, 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 your response to the foolishness of the cross could be right now, today. I know. Well, Pastor, I've surrendered my life to Christ. I know. So did I. I, I so did I. I, I but but, 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 but I, I understand. Whatever I understand, I understand. But unless and until you reprioritize, and it's like, okay, God, not my will, your will. Watch God move. Uh, you know, as, 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 as Pastor Williams has said many years ago, pastor of uh, St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church, 
one of my mentors, he said, uh, uh, he said a lot of things. One thing that I adhere to, I could do more in five minutes of praying yeah. than you could do in a week of trying. Yeah. I can accomplish more in just five minutes of praying than you can do in a week of trying. That, 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 what he was saying is that we do everything within our human capacity to accomplish whatever it is we want to accomplish, and all God is saying is, would you just yield to me? Would you just yield to me? Would you just, 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 just yield to me? Just, well, well, this isn't working out at home. Uh, this isn't working out on my job. The car's breaking down. The, 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 you know, the, 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 the dog's got cancer. I mean, just, everything's an issue. This is real life. Uh, would you just yield to me? Just yield to me. Oh, okay, well, if I yield to you, then I'm going to get a, a smooth paved road. It's going to be no bumps, no nothing. No, I didn't say that. Absolutely didn't say that. Uh, if anything, just the contrary. See, 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 but, but, but what will happen is that your view of what's going on, it's like, oh, I've got perspective now. Now I understand why the evil one's doing what the evil one is doing. Because he's trying to pull me apart, pull me away from him. Uh, see, because if he can do that, this, again, this is this, what Paul is talking about in this whole first letter. Again, the theme, if you will, 10th verse. It's all about relationships. It's all, about it's all about relationships, how you relate to him, how you relate to your spouse, how you relate to your friends, how you relate on your job, how you relate to your family, how, how do you relate to the community, and again, how you relate to that person that has 11 items in a 10-item line. It's, it's all about relationships. It's all about relationships. How are you going to live? How are you going to represent me? Uh, otherwise, we get, get caught up, and there's no distinction between us and the world. The world pursues this stuff, so we pursue it too. Huh? I want, who doesn't want their children to be in the best colleges? Who, do, who doesn't? Everybody does. But, but I'm going to do what the world does to get there? Is, is, that, is that what I'm going to do? Is, that, that, that doesn't make sense. Uh, well, I want the promotion. So, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in 60 hours a week, and what it's going to do is, yeah, I'll have to miss a few uh, relational opportunities like Bible study and spiritual formation and things like that. But God understands. He understands. You know, it's, 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 it's for the family. And he, wants, he loves families. And, you know, and he's, he understands. And he's saying, give me your first fruits. Give me what you deem the best of your time, talent, and attention. Give me your best. Give me your best, and then you, whatever's left over, you, you deal with that. But I'm demanding your best. Well, well, what is your best? I don't know. For the rich guy, uh, he said, sell everything you have. Follow me. I can't do that. I can't do that. I won't do that. I, I won't do that. Why? Because that was the impediment to being in right relationship, and that was a religious guy. Good master, what must I do? Ah, you know, I was... I've done all of the commandments. I've done all of those things. Uh, so, but sin has separated us from God. We're sinners, and his death pays the sin debt and allows us to enter into a saving relationship with God. That's the gospel. That's what the world calls foolish. But to those of us that are being saved, we know that it is the power of God. And we shared last time about uh, the word and uh, translated, though the word that is trans, the Greek word that's translated, uh, who, those who are perishing is in the present tense, middle voice, meaning that we're perishing, we're causing ourselves to perish. 
See, but the word, uh, the, you know, on the other side, the word uh, for those who are being saved, it's in the present tense, passive voice, that, that God is saving us. His Holy Spirit is the active agent in our life saving us. We're causing ourselves to perish, but he's saving us. That, that, that's, that's good news. I mean, it's like, because I can't save myself. I, on my best day, uh, again, just talk to Sister Meek. She'll let you know. It's, it's kind of a running joke. Don't ask her, but she'll, it's a running joke. She'll say, if City Church only knew. Yeah, that, that's kind of, it's like, yeah, shh, 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 just quiet, quiet. Just, just. But, 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 but I can't save myself. I can't be good enough. I can't. I can't. I can't. You can't. Then no matter how much religious uh, pursuit you go after, no matter how much, you could give your body to be burned. You, you could do all of that, and it just won't get you where you need to go. So Paul goes on a riff, as I shared last week in verse 20. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made the foolish wisdom? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since the wisdom of God, the, the world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand a sign, and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Uh, again, the basic tenets of life. We're born into a situation we had no hand in creating, and we live for a finite, a fixed period of time, and we have an appointment, an appointed time, a date and a time. That is certain. It is etched in stone. Uh, we don't know it. You don't know it. Uh, but that's, that's what we call death. It's, 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 it's a fixed point in time. So the, world's, the, will, the, that's what, so the wisdom of the world says, I came from nothing, so I'm going to nothing. Uh, I came from nothing, so I'm going to nothing. Or I came from something bigger than myself, uh, but in order for me to earn a seat at the table, I've got to do a whole lot of good stuff. You know, the, like I was sharing last week, it, you want to hurry up and grow up and get away from the kids' table. You know, you know, at Thanksgiving dinner, you just, who wants to be at the kids' table? It's like, it's kids at the kids' table. Kids at the kids' table. I know, they, I was a kid, but I I'm a, even as a kid, I didn't want to be at the kids' table. Uh, I wanted to be at the, I wanted, the food looked better <laughs> at the adult table. The, the desserts, well, you know. So I either had to uh, do something, grow into something, come from the right lineage, uh, and then we look at the explosive power of the cross that says, you did nothing and you can do nothing other than to accept the relationship that exists with Jesus Christ. Uh, it is the sanctifying, that fancy word, spiritual transformation uh, that's going on with, through the Holy Spirit, living in us, that makes us better than yesterday and not quite as good as what we'll be tomorrow. We're better than yesterday, but we're not as good as what we'll be tomorrow. If we allow the Holy Spirit to have full reign in our lives, if we don't, every, you know, I was, yesterday was bad, today's bad, tomorrow the forecast looks bad. That's not an active, that's not the active work of the Holy Spirit. That's, that's Mark trying to do what he's trying to do. Um, so today we continue our study at the 26th verse uh, of the first chapter where we read, Brothers and sisters, think of what you were 
when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. You scholars would, you already know, but I'll just, for, for me and non, other non-scholars, uh, the 26th to the 29th verses are just uh, one very long sentence in the original text. 26 through 29 is just one long verse, and so 30 and 31 is just one long verse. Two long verses that make up these, the, this, this portion of scripture, these uh, seven verses, I believe, if I count correctly. Uh, as one theologian suggested, uh, long sentences in the Greek suggest emotion and passion. It's kind of like when we, we talk, you know, when, when you really get excited about something, what do you do? You just let it go. You let it rip. You, you talk, and it's like there's no commas. There's no periods. There's just, you just get your words out, you know? Just, you just get your words out. Uh, I, it's going to be long. It's going to be inter, uninterrupted. So here in the 26th to the 29th verses, uh, Paul continues on the, on the same theme of uh, wise versus foolish. But now he, uh, he has the audacity, the temerity to, to make it personal. Uh, he makes it personal, essentially saying, let's consider you. Let's talk about you. We've been talking broadly. Let's talk about you. As the message version reads, take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. I don't see many of the brightest and the best among you. Not many influential. Not many from high society families. Isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses? Choose these nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies. That, make, that makes it cl quite clear that none of you can get by with blowing your own horn before God. So before unpacking uh, this portion of the text, again, I want to bring back to your attention, let's consider what I keep saying is likely the thesis statement, the, the key verse for this whole first letter, the 10th verse, I appeal to you. Brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. See, let's remember, it's first century. Paul is writing to the group of believers, the followers of the way. The way, you know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. And so they, were, they call themselves of the way. Uh, it was a new group. It's a, it a new group. There's a new Christian community uh, in a culture that is pulling at them and influencing them in a million different ways. A culture that is antithetical, that is totally opposite to what this guy, the, the creator of the way, put forth. Uh, then now, just like now, see, a premium was given to personal achievement from professional athletes to individuals on Facebook to individuals and individualism, uh, it's king. It's all about me, all eyes on me. How many likes do I get? How many hearts do I get? How many, uh, it's all about me. It's, 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 it, that's, that's, 
it was the true in the first century, it's true in the 21st century. Uh, see, the world operates kind of in a binary black and white realm. I win, you lose. If I got more likes than you, then you lose. You know, I'm just, I'm sorry, I just happen to be more popular than you. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. Uh, I, you know, I, don't get mad at me because my kids are smarter than you, your kids. Don't, 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 don't be mad at me that they'll get to go to the better colleges, they'll make more money, and then, and then, then I, then I, you know, and, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud, you know, I'm, it's just, that's what the world puts forward. Go for it. Go for the Benjamins. Uh, it's in that first century milieu that Paul writes, take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. Let's not forget, see, I, I think we get spiritual amnesia sometimes, you know, that when we really, when we really recall who we were before Christ came into our life. Oh, I wasn't so bad. No, just bad enough to be destined for hell. But I mean, okay, like, I just, like, we'll, 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 we'll go with you on that. It's like, no, you didn't murder anybody, I hope. Uh, but, 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 but even in that, it's like, well, uh, I was pretty good. You know, I, was, I, I didn't do so bad, but what, what Paul is saying is that we can't allow the evil one to divide us by using the world's value system. See, the world, the world measures success and, and prides itself in certain ways, and Paul is saying, don't use that as a measure of success. That's not, that's not the bar you have to, 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 to set yourself to. Or to say it another way, our faith, what we believe, who we confess, who we, uh, who we serve uh, is not an individual, human-centered uh, self-improvement self scheme. See, it's, it's, it, a lot of religions will say, well, if you do this, this will make you a better person. If you do, if you do this, yeah, you know, the, yeah, it's, it's nice to not do bad things. That's nice. But the fundamental core of who you are is unchanged. Christianity says, no matter how much good you do, exterior, uh, you are still the same, interior. That's why I keep saying, I can be good for about 29, 30 seconds, but the, the core of who I am, unless the Holy Spirit is fully operating in me, it's not change. It's still the evil one inside, it's the evil mark inside, but he's just not doing evil things for about 30 seconds. Uh, uh, so Christianity being of the way, it's a radical departure from everything the world values and calls important. That's why he writes, isn't it obvious that God deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploits and abuses and chooses these nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies? See, I like this, how this one theologian, he wrote, he said, in Roman society, your value was determined by your education, your wealth, your breeding. Paul shows that you cannot become an insider in the world status by in the, in the world status game by becoming a Christian, but you can become an insider in God's eyes by finding your status in Christ. A lot of times we align ourselves with certain even religious groups because oh that's 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 a cool following there. They got beautiful people there. They're doing beautiful things there, and I want to be beautiful, and so let me be beautiful along with them. And Paul is like, you can't use the world system in a Christian context and hope that that's going to work. It won't work. Uh, again, think about it. Let's, it's, it's, no raising hands. Let's be honest. 
those of us that post on Facebook, and I keep using Facebook because I'm a Facebook stalker, and, uh, and Facebook is a, is a very good reflection of who we are writ large as, as a community of people. Not just Christians, people. Uh, but, but, but those of us that post on Facebook, think about it. What are we posting? What are you posting? Most of the time, what are you posting? What are you, what are you posting? Okay, let me think about that. Uh, uh, what you post is a reflection of your value. That, that, that's, that's, it, it reflects your value system. Uh, see, it's our transformation that causes us to change in us, which in turn becomes the magnet and the light, like a moth that gets drawn to a flame or to a bulb. See, see if I don't have to post religious things uh, uh, to, to appear to be religious, to appear to be somebody I'm not, it's like, no, no. If I post anything, it ought to, you ought to see. If you're my friend on Facebook, you ought to say, it's like, oh, that's where, that's Pastor Meeks. Yeah, he kind of reflects that. Yeah, yeah, he talks about family a lot. He talks about his relationship with God a lot. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't venture too much off into these other things. Yeah, okay, yeah. His postings, his reflection, his aroma, if you will, uh, reflects the relationship that he's been in. You know, we were at, uh, 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 my brother who came down uh, last week, he and his wife, we were, uh, <laughs> we had the unfortunate experience of having to run the gauntlet at Macy's through the cosmetic counter. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, you know, right there at the cosmetic, you're trying to get into hard and fair, and, uh, and they've, I, I can't stand the way you have the thing all, it's like a warren. You have to like weave your way through there and spritzes are going off and it's just like, I'm, I'm choking. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm dying of the smell. But it's a funny thing. I, I can be halfway down the mall and I still smell what I just went through. Uh, same thing for us as believers. It's like, you know, see, if we hang around the sweet aroma that is the Holy Spirit, that 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 smell will linger, and it'll and it it's like, what's that? I smell Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a new fragrance, man. Uh, okay, where do you where do you get that? It, man, that must be some expensive stuff. No, man, it's it's, it's free. It's free. Oh no, it can't be any good if it's free. Trust me. You here? Smell it again. You want you smell it again? Man, that smells good. That smells really good. Can I have some? Love to give you some. That's how it works. See, but a lot of us, we put on eau de mark, and it's just like, uh, you know, either it, it smells funky or, or it wears off. It's just like, man, that was a foul stench. You know, it's kind of like pig pen. You've seen it's like no matter where pig pen goes, there's a little cloud. Just, it's like that, that's some of us. You know, it's just it's like, okay, Mark was here. I don't even have to, don't even have to know he was here. He was here. You know, it's because he's, he's, see, see, the world will come, will gravitate to Christ because of the smell, because of the aroma I put off. I know, I hear you. Is everything Christian? You know, my, be, my behavior results from my being. I don't have to behave a certain way if I am a certain way. See, that's where it becomes tiresome because we're really not that way. We're not really given that way, so it becomes a lot of work to, you know, to smell good. And, you know, you know how much time it takes to get ready in the morning, you know? Guys, yeah, it takes a lot less than the ladies. I understand that. Thank God for ladies. Uh, thank God for the time. I love you. Uh, but, 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 but uh, 
it is, I would say, I would venture to say that our aroma, our fragrance is directly proportional to the amount of time that we spend in the morning getting prepared. So what are we doing devotionally? So what are we doing devotionally? You know, we, 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 again, we just, oh, you know, it's like got crust in our eyes and your bad breath, didn't brush your teeth, and it was just, we're rolling out into the world and trying to be effective witnesses. It's just like, whew, no, 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 clean yourself out. Clean, please, clean yourself. How much time do we spend? I don't have to try and be something that I am. If I am something, all I have to do is just walk about. Just walk, just, all I have to do is just be me. That's why he concludes, and I'm almost done, uh, in the 30th verse. It is because of him. It is because of him. It is because of him that you are in Christ, Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. Just think about it. How different the world would be. Just think about how different the world would be if we lived out our, prof our, our profession. From the White House to your house. Yeah? From the White House to your house. How different, you know, a lot of folks profess Christ. A lot of pro folks profess uh, a relationship with God, but lived out. How much different would it be if we actually embodied that? See, if I understood that any righteousness, holiness, wisdom, success, as the world defines success, was a result of me being identified and my life in him, all the boasting, all the arrogance, all the pretense, it all goes away. I got nothing. I literally got nothing. Yeah? Someone, someone uh, uh, was sharing the other day, it's like, well, you know, I appreciate uh, your, your exhortations, uh, your, your podcasts, I listen to them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's not me. It's not me. I mean, I do a ham-handed job at best. Uh, but what I try to do is present the text, illuminate the text, so you can see the text for itself. Don't look at me. Look at what the Word says. Look at, look at what the Word says. And if you examine the Word, if you apply the Word to your life, then that's where the transformation uh, comes from. All the boasting, all the arrogance goes away. I, again, I, I hear you. And, you know, I am where I am because of all my all-nighters in college. Yeah, I pulled a few. 60 hours work week, used to do that. Wise investments, great parenting. Uh, trust me, there are a lot of folks that put in long hours, were great parents, that have played by the rules, that have done everything right as the world defines right, and it didn't turn out so well for them. So you can't boast in, well, I did everything right. See, that's the reason why I have success and you don't. Because I did everything right. No, no, some of us did everything right, just as right as you did, and it didn't turn out so well. And so, so, so you can't just say, oh, well, you know, I studied hard. I studied hard. I took the exam. I took the exam. I passed. I didn't. Oh, you didn't study hard enough. I studied just as hard as you did. So there's no boasting. In, in him, there is no boasting. Uh, those, and that similarly, though, there are those that uh, appear to have achieved everything the world offers, but they're not Christ followers. And so what do you say to that? Well, God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. Uh, and as Solomon reflected uh, towards the latter part of his life, it's all vanity. Say, if I really take a calculation, if I really take a look and look back over all the things that I pursued, it's like, it wasn't worth that. All of that stuff that I was pursuing, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't worth it. 
Uh, or like Billy D. Williams said uh, to Diana Ross and Lady Sings the Blues. I know, for you, some of you, you never saw the movie. That's all right. But the quote is good. Success is nothing without someone to share it with. Success is nothing without someone to share it with. Uh, you have all the success in the world, but if it's not embedded in Christ, if it's not about him, it's not reflecting him, it's like, so what's the point? Yeah, it's just like being a millionaire on a deserted island. What's the point? There, there's, there's, there's nothing. What Paul was referencing here at the, con at the conclusion of this uh, pericope, he was saying, therefore, as it is written. Well, where is it written? Well, glad you asked. It's written in Jeremiah uh, 9th chapter, 24th verse. But let the one who boasts, boast about this. This is what you should boast about, uh, that they have the understanding to know me. We could just about put a period right there. Uh, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For, those, for, for in these I delight, declares the Lord. Again, we act differently because we are differently. So the, the, the takeaway is let's not fall into the easy, easy trap, fall prey to, uh, you know, the, the little bumper sticker, be patient with me, God isn't finished with me yet. Well, what does that mean? Seriously, what does that mean? Is, 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 you need a few more weeks trying? Is that what you're saying? Is it, are, are you shell, selling short the work of the Holy Spirit? I understand sanctification. I was just unpacking that for you. But if you're saying, you know, the sanctifying act of the Holy Spirit is making me better tomorrow, then I, uh, I'll be better tomorrow than I am today, I get that. But if you're saying, you know what, I get a pass of being ugly because uh, God's not finished with me yet. <laughs> no. No, no, you, you don't get a pass for that. Uh, 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 it is the whole, as if you're the change agent. It's the Holy Spirit that's the change agent. It's the Holy Spirit that changes us. Uh, the song intones, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, my righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, not Mark, not my 401, not my job, not my kids, not it, on Christ the solid rock I stand. Yeah. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. God is saying, Paul is imploring, trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Well, what about this? Trust God. Trust God. I, you, all of my children, all four of them, I tell them all the days, you know, when issues of life come up, I say, did you pray about it? I've got, you know, I could give you my, 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 my worldly perspective, but did you pray about it? Pray. Well, we, let me just stop. What we tend to do is, is we'll, we'll pursue things and then say, Lord, uh, co-sign on what I just did. <laughs> that's what we do. That, that, that's what we do. Lord, I'm going to do this, co-sign on it. You know, uh, Lord, I'm going to run this red light. Bless me not to get let, let me bless me not to get hit by a car coming the other way. No, we don't pray that, but essentially we do. We pursue what we want to pursue, and then expect. Okay, well, I, I, I've done it. It's like no, no. In all my ways, I want to acknowledge you, I, and and I, I want to. I want to really acknowledge you. I want to depend on you. I don't want to lean to my own understanding because my understanding, my own understanding will lead me in a desert. I'm, I, I promise I'm done. Yesterday, uh, 
Sister Meeks and I, we had the, 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 the pleasure to go meet uh, my sister who just recently married and uh, met her, her husband now. I was just going to say boo, but her husband. Uh, <laughs> you know what a boo is, you know. I just <laughs> uh, met her husband, and uh, I was following Siri, and uh, Siri had me going around in a circle. <laughs> literally, literally. And after about the third circle in the development, it's like, Siri's worthless. Uh, thank God for Sister Meeks. She just, she ignored Siri and she said, let's just go one more block up. When one block up, Siri worked. It was just, it's just amazing. As I told her there, I said, that's a sermon illustration right there. If we would just listen to the Holy Spirit. A lot of life is spent going around in circles. Just going, talking about the same stuff, just re-examining the same stuff, agonizing over the same stuff, and Holy Spirit is just saying, "Will you uh, turn off your GPS and turn on mine? Just, just allow me to lead you, to guide you, to direct you where you need to be. Stop depending on yourself. Stop depending on others. Depend on me. Depend on me. Let's pray. Our Father, our God. Again, we say thank you." Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your love, your kindness. Thank you for Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you for my brothers and sisters. Many I just consider my sons and daughters. Father, I just, I thank you for just the, the sweet privilege of, of being able to, to share into their life, to, uh, to impart uh, the benefit of uh, the wisdom that your Holy Spirit has given me and um, both what to do and, as importantly, what not to do. Father, uh, I just say thank you. Thank you for uh, this assembly we call City Church of Sacramento. Thank you for uh, what you continue to do for, through, and with us. Father, it's incredible, and I am uh, extremely grateful for it. Father, now uh, bless us. We pray that you've been glorified and that your people have been edified. We love and we thank you. It's in the name of your Son, our Savior, the Christ. Let every heart say.